Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. We are going to dive into it, and it's a question that a lot of people ask. And this is a burner. All right, honey, I want you to get ready. I don't know. You said burner. I don't know why I thought of STDs, but go ahead. Oh my gosh, no, we're not diving into STDs today. Maybe on another episode. Why was I unfollowed? I know it sounds petty, but Mm -hmm. for a while, you've been noticing that Mm -hmm. your friend has decided to unfollow you. Do you go back and try to think to yourself, like, what was it that I did? See, because I don't care if people unfollow me. I'll tell you the truth right now. And this whole this whole conversation stems from another conversation that I was having with a friend about a person that we no longer work with. And he was curious as to why this person decided to unfollow him. And I said, you know, there's this whole psychological thing that goes into social media, you yeah. know, the numbers uh, thing. Me personally, I don't check. But somebody very close to me, two people very close to me have an app that tells them when somebody unfollows. So I've gotten the call. Can you believe this stupid bitch unfollowed me? I'm like, (laughs) can you believe this one? He ghosted me and then he unfollowed me. So yeah, for a lot of people, this is a burning question why they were unfollowed. And like, I've talked about it with a lot of different people, but I personally don't check because it would make me feel a way. But I can tell you why I unfollow some people. Yeah, I I do want to know because I am such a passive social media person. Like if I follow you for the first time, like you're basically getting the follow unless you do something like really irrational or offensive. Well, I retract what I say. 
I'll tell you why I mute people. I don't unfollow people. Like unfollow- I mute people. I will put myself out there for that. Yes, I do agree. Mm-hmm. Like I mute them. And I can tell you, mute is kind of like a form of unfollowing. And I can give you all the reasons why I mute people. So let's go through them. Why? What are the reasons why, honey? I see. I feel like these are times when we need like like funny, campy music in the back. Reasons why, honey, unfollows. Uh, Andrew so can definitely it. hook us up. Um, <laughs> over, over posting. If you're the person that posts more than 10 times a day, I'm not with it. Like, it's like, okay, I don't want to see all this stuff. Another thing is like regular females, right? Where we're normal, you're normal, we're working. And then all of a sudden you're desperate and you start posting nakedness. Cause you know, there's, there's different areas. You know, I follow the vixens. I expect that from them. But if, if you're just, you know, a working woman, a mom, respectable, and then all of a sudden you switch it around and it's nakedness that I don't want to see from you. Goodbye. You don't want to see my titties, honey. You don't want me to put my tetas out there. No, that's not what I expect (laughs) from you. You know, I have certain expectations for certain people that I follow. Right, it's right. like, no, Carolina, you're doing too much. I feel sad yeah. for you right now. Mute. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's so funny because I always put things through the filter of would this embarrass my children? You know, and there are a lot of people who right now could listen to this and think that we're mom shaming. I'm not mom shaming at all. No. Listen, no, I think if like, that's listen, your vibe. The other do- ones that I follow that are moms, but I followed them with an expectation of mm. thongs, greasy pictures, you know, just crotch shots in the beach. I expect that from you. That is right. what what I expected you to feed me. Now you, that's not what I expected you to feed me. <laughs> you want me to feed you with actual food, not thirsty photos. Thank you. So, you know, I might not unfollow, but I might just mute you. And that's wrong because I'm not allowing you to pivot on social media. You're really putting us in a box, honey. I never knew there were so many stipulations for you to like follow me. My gosh. Um, Do you mute couples? This is a new thing. And I don't understand why you're doing this to yourself. Help me understand why you're making a couple's Instagram. I'm curious. Is it because you're trying to be like a influencer, couple influencers? Is that like a thing now? Because I've noticed that. I don't know. But unless you're Lulu and Lala, I don't want you to have one joint Instagram. That's it. Those are the, but only, that makes two sense. Humans, those yeah. are the only two humans that I permit, allow, and enjoy <laughs> one joint is. Instagram. You guys, she is a beast. She is giving you all the rules. Why, honey, will mute your ass on social media? See, I don't get hurt when people unfollow me. People legitimately get hurt. Caroline, this is weird. This one person I knew, right? And then like, she kind of like fell out with like the group. Boom. She stood. She was still on social media. She had created a page for her dumbass dog. And we all did the favor and followed. Why does bitch left a bunch of us following this dumb dog? And I followed <laughs> us from the dog's page. I'm like, how, am, how the hell did I, am I still following this dumb dog who I should have never followed to begin with? That was calculated. Thank you. I'm like, I did you a favor <laughs> by following your dog. And here you are unfollowing me. Are you crazy? That's the only time I felt away and I was made aware of that. No, by the way, honey, thank you for following my dog. Um, no, I'm just kidding. You know, you know, Instagram? No, I never use it. I did it like uh, you. I barely post my own pictures. You think I'm going to get a dog page? I actually did it with the lofty dreams of actually posting more than three photos of her. And it didn't happen. That's like, but by the way, D nice's dog follows my dog. So I feel like that's an There you go. Something came out of it. Absolutely. But like, you know what I do is like, I don't necessarily unfollow people, but I do get very uncomfortable with overly emotional posts. So here's the thing. Okay, guys, we Uh. 
all have gone through it. We've gone through a range of emotions. Okay. There are things that have happened to me that I feel like I don't have to put everything out there. Right. Because like sometimes cooler heads prevail. Sometimes in the moment you're angry, but then it's like, you need that minute, that day, that week, whatever to get through it. There are people who post, and there's one person in particular that this was the point where I really had to mute her. I mean, details, nitty gritty details about her period and what she was going through. And I want to be there for you. And I want to understand what you're going through. But like these overly emotional posts where you're crying. I'm sorry. I'm an empath. You're triggering me. Like you're consuming that. Yes. And I feel like you're transferring that energy to me when I'm having a great day. I just got a salad at chopped and now I'm hearing you, you know, cry. And, and it's not that I don't want to be there for you, but I just feel like there are people, they make it a habit of posting these overly emotional things. And I almost feel like, is it a cry for help? Is it a cry for attention? Then I'll reach out to you. Is everything okay? But after so many times, it's like, why are you playing yourself like that? Why are you putting yourself out there like that? I'm not trying to be a bitch. Like I'm just saying like if you're doing that a little too much i'm gonna mute you you're ingesting like the things that you see and you read on social media and that's why you have to be you know just super careful of what you're feeding people and it's like granted you don't need to follow me or you can mute me or whatever the case may be but why not make a more conscious effort you know to spread positivity and i understand these things are happening yeah you know you could talk about them privately sisters, friends, therapists, social media doesn't need to know every single thing that you're going through. And you know, some people do use social media as a form of therapy and to get attention. Mm, That's what it is. It's almost the attention thing that it's like, you know, I know you're going through some shit and I'm feeling for you, you know, but that's where I'm saying it's like to this person who isn't even like a really good friend that I could say like, Hey, are you okay? Is everything all right? I just think it's a lot. It's a lot to be putting out there daily yeah over and over and over again you know what i mean you know the amount of shit i could have put up daily after my stroke i was like i don't want to make these people feel bad i don't want to make anybody sad i don't want people crying for me Mm -hmm. you know i'll share that i got better and you guys can feel like come on honey you're strong you got this but that was the end of it you know right i saw somebody over the weekend and i was like i don't think this person knows i had a stroke and i'm gonna see them so I sent them a message. I said, listen, I don't know if you know how to stroke. You know, my walk is still a little funny. Just giving you a heads up so you're not thrown off. And he was like, no, I didn't even know. And I was like, yeah, because I posted about it one time in April right. and I've never touched on it ever again. And he was so thrown off. And I was like, you see, you can live your life off of social media, but some people do it daily. And I follow people it's that a lot. do it daily. You know, it's a lot, but there are other like, you know, weird things that bother me on social media. Let's say Like if you're cooking, I don't want to see the raw chicken in one post, then the seasoned chicken in another post. (laughs) Yo, bro, I'm going to need you to do a swipe, you know, a little carousel, 12 posts of the chicken and then the chicken bones and everything. And 12 grid posts later, you're done eating your dinner. Oh, hold on one second. Let me write this down. Are you good with a reel though? Can I do a reel for you, honey? If yeah, I'm gonna make a my reel chicken, fine, can I do a reel? Okay, thirty yeah. seconds. Listen, one reel, <laughs> one swipe. You know the the raw chicken in the container, and then ends with the chicken bones. Yes, I'm okay with that. But one of my friends from high school, I love her, I adore her. But every time she cooks, I'm like, okay, not coming back to Instagram for at least three hours till this bitch is done cooking. She will put, put a grid post of the sassones, a, a grill post of the stove turning on. I'm Stop. like, 
I'm going to kill you. And I tell her all the time. I'm like, yo, you be OD on social media. Then you hear the burner in the background, click, 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 click. like she's yes. turning on the gas and stuff. It's like, girl, come on. We don't need all of that. We don't need on, make a video, do. make a little, make a time lapse video and we'll appreciate it. So yeah, over posters, they drive me insane. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thirsty people searching for compliments. This is where I draw the line. People that are constantly fishing for compliments. Like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of women who who tend to like live for the compliments that they get on social media. Okay. And I feel like you're not getting it in your real life if you've got to keep on posting a lot of these like thirsty photos. And it's just kind of like what you were going back and saying before, like how you don't expect stuff like that from me. You know, every once in a while, if you're feeling yourself, freaking post a picture and feel yourself, you know? Well, 
Carolina, in their defense, okay? I'm going to talk about the pandemic, right? Yeah. We've been locked up at home. People that used to go out, let's say three times a week and get their ego fed and get compliments and give me your number. They're not doing that anymore. Now they're that's trapped. That's a good point. So I think that that's why they've ramped up the post because it's like your home. It's like, let's go back to before me and you were married here in New York. We would go out one night and like what? Get hit on 10, 20 times. Our ego was satisfied. We had the compliments for the week, maybe even for the month. You know, now in this digital age, people are not even going outside, Carolina. People are not people live in person. I think that's what's driving people, not just women, because I see men too. I see men doing it too. Okay, I get, no, I retract my statement. Can we start from the record? Okay, well, let's take that one off of the list of why I unfollow. Or Carolina, okay? stop. But let's it was, strike it was a- that one from the record. But, you know, I feel like pe- this whole being trapped in the house. It's true. It's making people act different. It is, I- because even just going to try finding somebody to date on it on instagram hell no i never used MySpace. that was my time my space but some people (laughs) don't even have another option it's true it's true well you know what uh the other thing too that i was going to say it's like if my whole feed is you it's just that's where it becomes an issue so these are i don't know maybe we could reframe this whole conversation on ways to have people not mute your ass that's the title carolina you just pivot it towards the positive. At the end, we're going to like bring it all together. Yes, we will. Definitely. Um, the contesting is another reason why I'll mute you. If you want me to win a Louis Vuitton uh, carry all bag and all I have to do is clear. Um, is the bag clear? I want at- that bag. Yeah. It's like, I, you, you just need me to at 25 of my closest friends. I'm like, stop it. I don't have 25 close friends, not even on Instagram. Do I? Okay. So that's, I only enter reason. that when it's Kylie or Courtney or one of them bitches. Cause the bad, you know that that shit's real. Exactly. Yo, they'd be like, win $300 million and 35 bags. I'm like, okay, let me tag everybody. Exactly. I'm a, I, well, that I definitely would, but it's these like other influencers that have like, you know, the 600,000 followers and shit that like, that drives me crazy when I only like them. Cause I saw them wearing an outfit from Amazon one time, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what my feed is full of. You know, there's another thing that's going on on social media that we've got to discuss and it's the toxic mommy groups on Facebook. Have you what, seen what this stuff? This toxic mommies? These moms go ham on each other on like everything. Yes. They're in a group going off on each other. And sometimes the admin won't let you in. And and you know what? Can we bring in our producer, Andrew, for this one? Because normally you guys know Andrew. He was on our show like, you know, last season and and many seasons before. Andrew, tell me about the toxic mommy groups on Facebook, what you've noticed about them. Okay. So my friend is in a couple of them and they mommy shame you like no other. It's great. If you are using (laughs) a certain type of, I don't know, a diaper brand. Oh my God. How are you not using cloth diapers? Yeah, you are the worst. You are poisoning your child. What is this? 1965? No, it's a it's a new it's a new thing now. Everybody's going for sure. Absolutely. It's the back to basics thing. Carolina, Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not washing that off of a, a cloth diaper. I'm sorry. Well, oh, if you no. live in Williamsburg, you are. I'm kidding. Oh, God. oh no. I've heard that the, you need a spoon. That's all I'm going to say. But literally, they attack you over anything and everything, everything that you're doing. Like nothing yeah. you do for your child is enough. And they also ask you these questions that are just almost basics. Like, hey, my child stays up during the night. 
and we don't really oh, have a so schedule. They, what do you think I should do? So they fish. So they like no. The, the judgment is harsh, girl. The judgment. It's like they are. The minute you say anything on these things, I go for the comments. I really do because I'm out of that phase of motherhood. Isn't that so what we're I, here for? The comments. Yes, exactly. So I go for the comments, and that is where the entertainment begins. It's like I can't believe that you don't have a set schedule. Whoever told you that uh, putting your baby to bed at seven o'clock was a good idea? You should be doing three <laughs> nap times at this point of his uh, his or her life. Yeah, it just gets. It gets so crazy how these women think they have the answers to everything. It's bananas. But mm-hmm. isn't isn't motherhood like such a like unique and personalized experience? Like Carolina, like who do you get mommy advice from? Do you my go mother back to your mom? Exactly. That's what I was wondering. I go back to my mother and my mother is not really even, you know, now she's got 14 grandkids and, you know, she's not necessarily the person who has all the answers, but I value her opinion. And then I kind of do what I think is right for them. And again, I'm in a different life phase with my children, you know, like now they're six and eight, you know, so we have different problems, but like back in the day, if I ever had a question, I would be like, mom, the baby has hiccups. What do I do? You know? And she would be the first person to tell me, oh, go and get something. It's called gripe water. His belly might be hurting or whatever it is that at the, I'm making this up, like whatever it would be at that point in time. Or, you know, like when I was starting solids, I called my mom and I was like, mom, like what, what is one of the best solids to start with? And she would say like apples or, you know, you puree carrots so you go based off of but like these women are ready to pounce i think they're angry i think they are exhausted i think they're looking for somebody to yell at it is it's purely entertaining so those i will not unfollow because i actually like to read the comments those those are groups right leave yes that damn group mommy groups but yeah so i think that we we got like a really good list of things so like if you're doing any of these things too like like gross photos like dr pimple popper nope not for me you know one thing i'm not going for is like anything that graphic content you know i follow some men that like i've known for a very long time let's say from like when i was young and stuff and they grew up to be these type of men you know if you're posting anything like that like shootings you know, stuff like that, unnecessary violence and negativity, you're getting muted. Unless I, I love you, I'm not letting that run down my timeline. I want to make sure everything is positive, uplifting, and that you're not finding violence as like a joke. I do appreciate Instagram incorporating that like sensitive content thing, like, you know, where you have to press on it. That way it gives you the ability because there are things like for me, I can't see stuff like that. I'll see it in my dreams. I won't be able to sleep that night. It stays with me. I'm a very sensitive person. You know what I mean? And so like, if I see anything, an animal, a person being hurt, it it really, truly affects me. So like, shout out to Insta for that. With social media, it's like, I remember like maybe when I was a young girl, they had like something called like the the 10 faces of death. It was like something weird like that. That was like, but it was an actual VHS that you had to watch. Oh, I remember that guys used to watch that yeah. like on sleepovers and stuff like that. That was yeah. terrible. It was like different, different ways to die. Something like that. And that was like, I wouldn't watch something like that. But now with social media, oh, look at this guy getting, you know, thrown off a balcony. And then here's the body. Like now it's like, you're kind of like forced to like see things like that. Well, you know what? It's no secret. And, you know, we are going to kind of like turn for a second because I do want to address it was an article that came out a couple of weeks ago and Instagram has since addressed it about how it is detrimental to teenage girls. You know what I mean? Like we're having fun with it and talking about muting people and unfollowing and like, you know, just because people can act a certain type of way or whatever. But I do think that I am glad that 
Facebook and Instagram address the issue. They've done the research and they know that it is harmful to young girls. You know, I mean, we're talking about body image, eating disorders, all this stuff that they've known. Please don't Mm -hmm. get me started on this topic because honestly, you know, I always lived my life to the fullest and I never thought I would be affected in any which way by social media. But, Mm -hmm. you know, after my stroke, I was, I kept looking, I kept seeing everybody looked beautiful. Everybody looked healthy. Everybody was traveling. Everybody was doing the things that I couldn't do. And it started messing with me. And Nuni was like, stop, get the fuck off of that shit right now. That's not your focus. But I can see how young girls, you know, you come on here and every 14 year old is beautiful and rich. I can see how that can mess you up, you know, mentally as a teen, you know, wanting to have, you know, the the Fendi bag, the Balenciaga shoes, you know, you see everybody, everybody looks perfect. Everybody's filtered up. Her mom let her get, you know, a thousand dollar extensions and you don't have the money. So I can see how this can mess young girls up bad. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for us to address it. You know, my son is eight years old and I know there are a lot of children in his grade that have TikTok or they have Instagram and, you know, something that I said to him, and I don't even know if this is true. So you guys could correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believed that you cannot have a Instagram or a Facebook account unless you're 13. I don't know. I must've read it somewhere or, you know, Yeah, no, so, it is true. Oh, is that true? Okay. okay. Right. So my son has been asking, he's like, mommy, well, how, why does so-and-so get to have a TikTok or why does so-and-so get to have a Instagram? And I said, you know what, sweetheart, you will not be on social media as long as I can possibly hold off on it. I said, because it is so damaging to your self-esteem. I said, look in life, You're constantly going to have people who have opinions and everybody has a right to their opinion, but it is my job as your mother to protect you from some of those opinions until you are old enough to digest them. So I said to him, I said, I refuse to lie about your age in order to give you something that could be harmful to you. I said, for example, being 21, you must be 21 to have an alcoholic beverage. When you're 18, are you going to have wine with us on Christmas? Maybe because you know what, you're going to be monitored. And we, of course, will, will take responsibility. You will not be getting in a car. You know, I was trying to explain to him the reasons why there are certain ages for certain things. I said, these are milestones. You know, I said, and so my so hard, Carol. It is girl. So you have no idea. Have social media. Like I see it. Like I see kids next to me. They're like on TikTok and they're making TikToks. And these are yes. little kids. Little like, kids. It's like they go to school and do kids bring phones to school? How does that work? So we uh, obviously he doesn't have a phone. He has an iPad. And we okay. even said to him later on, you know, we will explore you getting a phone at the age when you might need it. Let's say you have basketball practice and you're going to ha- and I'm going to be running late. I do want you to have a phone so that you don't get scared or, you know, things like that. These are all milestones, in my opinion. But then again, my life situation is not like everybody else's. I have girlfriends who are divorced and they need to give their eight-year-old a phone because they have to go and get the the brother or the sister. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's it's not a clear cut answer for everybody, but Mm -hmm. truthfully, I am going to delay this as long as humanly possible because I feel like now the cyberbullying gets into play. The yeah. self-esteem issues come into play. The exclusion, you know, so-and-so is only friends with this person and they're not friends with me. All of that exactly. stuff, yeah. you know, that you don't even think about. I mean, you know, I do explain to him YouTube and all of these things. I said, look, if you want to do a YouTube channel, 
we can figure out a way for you to do YouTube, but only people that we know are allowed to see your video, meaning like your grandmother, your grand, you know, like like, private or something. A hundred percent, because I just don't want anybody to kill their little spirits, you know, and it's just, it's just so hard. And there's so much, there's so many cool people. Like everybody's hiding behind computer monitors, saying what they want, killing dreams. It's, it's evil. Absolutely. You would want it to be different. Like, okay, look at this kid. Wow. He made this cute video. Let's support him. Let's, let's, you know, let's praise him, leave him positive comments. That's not what people do. No, No. here come people with the fake accounts Mm -hmm. to kill dreams and to be negative. So it's just, I understand you, you know, you're preserving them, you're saving them. And you know what, that's going to allow them to still be creative, you know, not be like, oh, I don't want to do this. Let's say he wants to be a singer. You do a video of him singing, then he gets 20 negative comments. That's it. His dream is over. Exactly. And kids are like that. You know, it just takes one bad experience for them to no longer want to pursue something. And Noah, my, my older one is very sensitive. Asher does not, he has zero fucks to give about what anybody thinks about him. That kid is so solid. I, I love his vibe. Asher does not care what people think about him. And I said, that is, like, this is gift. what it is. That's yes. Cool. It is a gift, but my Noah, my Noah is very sensitive. And that's why I say to him, like, that's my job to protect you. That's my job to help you navigate this. I won't be able to protect you forever, but I can give you the tools and help you build that self-esteem so that when the time does come around, those comments and those things won't affect you. Good. You're, you're delaying it until he is, you know, more mature, you know, mm-hmm. as, as mature as he could possibly get before being 21. Cause you know, men. But we'll talk about that another time. Oh, that's a whole other episode, honey. And you know what? I mean, just if you're listening right now and you have daughters or you have sons and this whole social media thing is like rearing its ugly head for you. I just want you to remember, like back in the day when I was 12 and 13, you know, Kim Kardashian posted a picture of herself when she was like 12, 13, like in in a garage, taking up doing a photo shoot and stuff. These 14 year olds today don't look like we did when we were 14. You know what I mean? They, they've got their contour popping. They got highlight. I looked like I was sick. I had scurvy. You know what I'm saying? Like I had bags. It's like, cause I never wore makeup until I was like 15, 16. Let me ask you a question. You know, Latina moms, they like no makeup, no this, no that. What, what did your mom hold off on the longest that was killing you? Shaving my legs. Girl, Shaving my legs. Oh, oh my God, these hairy ass legs. You know, some of us Latinas, we are hairy in a motherfucker. And I had to go with these hairy legs to school. Girl, I used to use lotion to comb the hairs down. <laughs> try to make it look try to make it look a little more decent. But yeah, she didn't let me shave oh. till I was 15. 15. What was 15. your age? 15. I wasn't, but the good, the only good thing for me that saved me was that, um, I went to Catholic school, so we had to wear the knee socks. So I would always wear my knee socks because I was just like, I got to cover up these grizzly legs. I looked like I was ready to go mountain trekking. It was just awful. Sasquatch. Like just what about your eyebrows. When did they let never, never. Now, my, my, my eyebrows were never really like a thing for me. I don't know. And actually, you know what? My mom plucked her eyebrows so much, like back in the sixties and seventies or whatever, that she always told us never touch your eyebrows. So I never, I really don't even, I don't go to a person for threading. I just put, I just plucked the extra hairs. That's it. I was like desperate to do my eyebrows. I had eyebrows. I wish I had them now. But I know. girl, I know. Oh my God. I remember actually my mom did my eyebrows for the first time with a, 
with a Gillette, like the razor, like the one that people use. Ay, con el Gillette, sí. She like held it y me, me limpió la ceja con una Gillette. And that was like when I was like 15 years old. But girl, I had already been bullied for like seven years over these right. It's like, come on, girlfriend, you're late. For real, woman. That's it. I don't already have my first boyfriend and everything. And now you over here trying to shave my legs. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That is hilarious. It's like it's a different day and age, you know, and you've got to put it through that filter when you're talking to your kids. And, you know, sometimes it's okay. I know my sister tells me all the time. She's like, you know, sometimes you don't want them to be the last one because then they'll get bullied for that. And I'm like, you know what? This is my life. These are my kids. I make I make the decisions for them. You know, them, Carolina, like I look on social media and maybe with the exception of a couple of people, I don't see anything that 
helped me in that, like, oh, what did I see on social media today that was empowering, that was uplifting, that was informative? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't see it. You know, maybe a couple of, maybe I'm following the wrong people, but, you know, a lot of people post, you know, my food, my new outfit. My, it's not like, wow, look at this groundbreaking information I found on social media. So you're doing a great job at holding off. The less time that my kids can spend on the internet, on social media, for me, the better. My brother called and gave me some good advice. The same brother that told me to write things down a couple of episodes ago, if you guys are listening, you know, he is the father of two children. His son is in his first year of law school. His daughter is pre-med at Alabama. Beautiful oh, children, beautiful good. children. They work their ass off. And he's my only brother that is still married. And so, you know, we have that kinship where, you know, not that I'm close with all my brothers and sisters, but, you know, I really do look to him for advice because he has, it has gone through it, you know, and he's been married for years and years and years. And so and his advice, me, his advice has um, credibility and substance. absolutely. And it's produced two really incredible kids, you know, and not to take away from any of my other nieces and nephews, but anyway, he, when he gives me advice, I listen. And he said to me, he goes, Caroline, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're going to be exhausted. He goes, you're going to be so tired. He goes, but the more physical activities that you can get your kids in now, the better it keeps them off of the television. It keeps them off the computer. They, they learn how to take care of their bodies and themselves. They learn how to feel stronger and good about themselves. They're accomplishing things. They're getting life skills. And I said to him, I go, I have my kids in something pretty much like every day and I am tired, but I needed that piece of advice to keep me going. So I I just feel like that might be helpful to other people. Like if you can get your kids in a basketball program, or if you can get them in a soccer or whatever it is, and you have the ability to have like friends carpool or make it easy for you, get them in those activities because it's less time on Fortnite or Instagram or Facebook or any of the other bullshit that they're facing and dealing with today. And it's like, you don't want those zombie kids. It's like, now it's like, you know, I have young people in my family and, you know, Mm -hmm. goddaughters and godsons. And it's like, all they care about is the phone. It's true. It's true. So I want them to be able to have conversations. Yeah. It's hard like to interact. And it's just like, I won't say nephew, niece, goddaughter, godson, but you know, I've had like them come over and the parent be like, Oh no, you don't have to talk to them. They'll be on their phone. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? What's the plan for today? Oh no. As long as they have their phone, they'll be fine. I'm like, what do you mean? And, and then I'm with them and it's like having a conversation is not even a thing. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question right now? Uh Some of the biggest life lessons that I learned were at La Sobremesa when my mom and dad and tias and tios were sitting around and drinking and talking and and, like I, that, that, that's what my mom calls it. Yeah. When you listening to shit, you know, I'm learning, I'm taking it all in. But that's where I really learned so much about life by sitting back and after, you know, the, and they'd be having their little, you know, after dinner drinks and whatever my mom would be, you know, giving out tres leches or whatever, you know, pastry she made. That is where I learned some of life. And that's where the kids are missing out. And now I officially sound like an old bag, but I don't care. You know, you're becoming your mom when. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know what? We turned it around, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. You know what? We'll keep you posted on anything new that we can share with you. I think that more time needs to be spent 
researching the effects on these young kids and their brains. And one less app for me is a okay. Let's give it some time. Let's give it yes. some time. I feel like we give it time. And you know what? That's more time that you get to spend with your kids and hear about what they're going through and, you know, understanding what life is like for them. So guys, make sure you hit us up on social media. I'm at The Real Carolina. I am Honey German on Instagram. And I try to answer as many DMs as possible. Absolutely. And hit us up on at L.I. Spanglish. Give us a like and subscribe so that you guys can get all of the newest episodes. And we just love, love chatting with you guys. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.